Hey, Chapin, are we recording? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K-1-0 Podcast bright and early on this Saturday morning. I'm your host, Mr. Nominilla Trist. And, you know, one of my best friends on the entire planet, my, my dear brother, K-Mefty Mike, one day looked at me and he went, you know, one would argue that we're all switches. And I went, I, 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 I no, no, dude, no, that's not who I am. And he's like, mm, you know what? I think I want to do a show about it. And I thought nothing of it. Because I was like, I don't know what research he's going to find that says, oh, no, we're all switches. And motherfucker found on. So <laughs> we're going to have that conversation right now. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. <laughs> you guys are absolutely going to dig this, especially if you're out with the barnyard on Saturday morning. I'm your host, Mr. Novel Chris. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. To my right, your stage left, over on Randy Andy, Cersei and Nuts. Hello. How you doing, dear? I'm doing all right. I like the necklace. Thank you. It's very pretty. <laughs> I like the necklace even more now. <laughs> I just knocked over my soda. <laughs> As I look around the Panesia Gallery, Bandit and Vixen. Hey there. Isaac and Faye. Hello. Fetish model, Emily Rose. Hello. Panda. I don't have any buttons to push. <laughs> K101 sexologist Mrs. Brooks is with us this evening, this morning, because it's morning. It's morning. Yeah, Howdy. it's morning. Howdy. Boo Boo Kitty Fuck is still in the studio. <laughs> 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 Welcome for being in the studio again. Thank you. You're so cute. <laughs> Our interactive producer this morning is Wall Street. The first rule of being a switch is. You know what? Just do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> Operating this morning's video board is Chapin. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Already calling in on the studio line, 717-925-0603. If you have comments and stuff you want to yell at us for or you have ideas for the show, make sure you call into that number as well. On our line right now is associate producer KMFD Mike. Hello, good people. Thank right. you for having me today. Thank you for posting such a controversial article, my goodness. I'm telling you, it's controversial. Thank I you read for it. not making me do work. I, I read it. I'm not a fan. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> and our show's soundboard executive producer, head chaos engineer, barnyard wrangler. I'm getting on my knees for this one. Shit. Sal. That's good. Good to, good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Yeah. All right. Good. KMFD Mike. All right. <laughs> we are not all switches. I don't care what this bitch says. No, uh, <laughs> I, I know what you're. I know how you say. I understand it. All right. So go ahead and run with this big guy. All right, man. I was uh, going through uh, different articles, looking for different research on what we could do for the podcast, and I came up with this fellow off of PinkWeekly.com. Uh, we'll put the article uh, in the. Uh, uh, there's. We'll put the link into the in the notes in the bottom here. Oh yeah, the, uh, the links, the links to the video description. by a, uh, a well-respected individual by the name of Bandmaster. He ran uh, as head writer for the legendary uh, Bondage.com, and he uh, have hosted one of the internet shows called the Bandmaster Dungeon. Uh, I was stunned. And there's two A's in bed. Uh, how many people am I going to piss off as soon as I uh, put this out on the show? <laughs> so, uh, here goes a great big bag of nothing. Yeah, we're good. Um, the premise of what it is that he's talking about is um, that he thinks that in modern society, it's nearly impossible for anyone to be a 24-7 dominant. Um, in this particular attitude, he's bringing up the, that he's basically interpreting that being a 24-7 is literally 24-7, not the 
um, more traditional uh, BDSM, BDSM interpretation of 24-7. Mr. NBC, what is your personal uh, understanding of the term 24-7 when you say you are 24-7 dominant? All right. In reading the article completely and all the way through, I understand the point that the author is going for. Um, I actually am a 24-7 dominant, and I disagree wholeheartedly with the premise of the argument. I understand the point he was going for. I just disagree. Um, I, I personally believe I'm a 24-7 dominant all the time because that's who I identify as. Um, a wonderful way to say it would be, if given my druthers, I'm 24-7 dominant all the time. That's just not how the world works. Right. You know, it's like if, if it were up to me, I would be a 24-7 kinkster all the time. But when I'm having Easter dinner with my in-laws on Sunday, I'm not running around in my kilt with my floggers hanging off my ass. It doesn't aw. make me less of a dom. It doesn't make me less of a dominant. It just means I'm being respectful of the people around me because they're not consenting to my lifestyle. I just want to point out that Jesus was all about flogging bankers. So... Uh, just keep that in mind. Can we not? It's Saturday. It's the Saturday before the rising of Christ, for fuck's sake. I did just we say got a crossover too, here. I? I mean, what is not to love about Easter in this show? It's... I've lost Chapin already. Oh Sorry, I am Catholic. Continue. I'm recovering Catholic. No problem. Hey, uh, so I decided to... Uh, I... No, I just... Uh, sorry to I need to I give saw... everybody an idea of what 24-7 means in the more traditional oriented. So I went to Kinkley, and basically they said, in the, D's, uh, in the DS relationship, this is a reference to a couple that not only plays together, but lives lifestyle full-time, in real time, every day. These couples may live together or apart or maintain the dynamic, on this, but on a constant basis, regardless, a power exchange relationships take on a new and more intimate meeting but the couple has no break at all from the DS dynamic. These relationships often have a similar level of involvement of dependency as a spouse has towards a parent or a child relationship. Do you agree, Mr. MBT? Yes. In the, in the fact that when it was Envy and I, that's exactly how our relationship was 100% of the time. I think... The, what the, this author is doing is taking that that definition, which you said, KMF, KMFD Mike, is in a relationship, and he's applying that to the world as a whole. Exactly. Which is that's where, his where argument falls that's through. That's where that's where you have the that, problem. That's where the I argument know. falls through. I'm prepared that's to argue both it. sides of the net because <laughs> I'm a switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Badmaster then attacks the concept of the 24/7 by changing what I consider to be its intention. The argument, uh, he, he brings 24-7 to the literal sense versus every moment uh, that the partner and the, the partners can exist in the dynamic. I did not appreciate the fact that he took this route, and Mr. MVT, I agree with you. In this definition of 24-7, I think he stretched it to a more of a, um, it's, it's certainly non-traditional, well, I, I, I think he, I, I think he extrapolates the idea, and just falsely applies it for the sake of well, the article. He, he took it to the absurd extreme. Yeah, he really did. I mean, and, and look, I, I get the point that he's trying to make, and it's, it's certainly a, a topic worthy of discussion, which is why, which is why it's on the show today. So, I mean, and I'm sure we'll have a hearty discussion about it. Panda, did you have your hand up? Okay, but you're throwing me, you're throwing me a hairy eyeball Not like yet. I just said something stupid. Not yet. All right. It's coming. Well, you did. I mean, it's not part of the article. <laughs> dude, I say stupid. How long have you known me? Stupid shit falls out of this word hole every day. So. All the fucking time. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Badmaster writes, when dominants, no matter how toppy, are told to go to the DMV, go into this line, chances are that they will comply. Get a call from the IRS. They jump to a sub They will jump like a submissive to hit the, the hit with a single fail. I don't know what that means. Um, if you get stopped by a cop for a ticket. In other words, he's telling us that in, the, in everyday life, being able to exist in modern society, using 24-7 the way that he interpreted it, um, it just can't exist. I, I, this is where I'm going to argue your side of things, Mr. NBT. And that, um... Hey, write it down. Seriously, <laughs> on my side. 
moment. I'm gonna yeah. ju- I'm gonna jump on the other side of the net later on. Show's still young. <laughs> Show's still young. I when he uses the word dominant and submissive, I mean. A dominant can respect another dominant space. So his point, you know, if you're in the DMV line, it's it's you're not necessarily being submissive to them, but you're recognizing that this is their area of expertise. And it's not that you're being submissive to them. It's just, okay, this is your area. I, I, I'm going to go okay. with, I, I got Senator Smiley Rose. She's submissive. She, I mean, she's switched. But but in our, within our dynamics, she's absolutely submissive. And just because... She is. That doesn't. If I acquiesce to her, that doesn't make me less of a dominant for any reason. She's her own person. She gets her own space. She has her own autonomy. The the article gets into that later. I was just thinking at this point where he says, you know, oh, if you're if you're being pulled over by a cop and you're a dominant and you you know do what the cop tells you to do, that's being submissive. No, I would argue no, that's that being, that's that's not getting shot. <laughs> that's that's not being. That is the difference between being a dom and being a jackass. Is that you know. Go ahead, Panda. So I completely 100% agree. Um, oh. You know, that's just being respectful. Right. It's being respectful and another dumb. It's it's almost to the same point. I mean, I came into the show saying that do switches deserve the same respect as a dominant in the same space? No. <laughs> <laughs> just, I jump over the other side. Of wow, everybody over there is giving me fingers. Jesus. <laughs> it was sarcasm. God damn. You guys never met me before? He can walk out of here. Panda. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just completely <laughs> yeah. agreeing with you. I, I think that it is appropriate to show another person respect. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the label that they apply. If, if they are in a position of authority over you, you give them that respect. Right. Giving respect is not necessarily offering so, submission. Right. Correct. Came after you, Mike. See, actually, I completely agree with you on this, and I think that's a really bogus portion of the this article, if I could omit that little element of it, I would say that this article would be a lot more juicier. Yeah. Um, he can basically he describes it as you know once you concede that with all perform that we all perform acts of uh, dominance and submission, and both mis- mindsets are mixed within us, and then the act of being a dom or submissive is usually less a question of quote pick one and a matter of degree. This is in reference to what to the twenty four seven commenting. See, I, I, Cersei, I think you like this article because you are a switch and you I can do, understand the, I, the I, argument that I, he's providing. I can. I, but as, but as someone who's not a 100% true dominant or a 100% right. submissive, I, I think I think you might be missing but, where that well, comes no, from. No, but th- there, there are relationships I have where I am 100% the dominant in that relationship or in that area. I mean, that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. But... And, if if I'm in that situation, yes, I'm the dominant. If I'm in a different situation, I'm in a different headspace. So I understand the writer's point to this a little bit, but I've never been one for all or nothing. I love all of the shades in the middle. <laughs> and and this guy is yes, no. Wall Street. Per- permission to poke the bear. <laughs> poke the bear. Poke the bear. Let, let's go through a thought experiment. Here we go. Since you brought up fetish model Emily Rose. Okay. Uh, the two of you are having a scene. Right. You're doing your thing. Yep. Uh, and she calls Red. Yep. All right. What do you do? Uh, stop. Make sure she's taken care of and All right. move her to the side. Good. Let's pause for a minute. Who's the dom? Who's the sub? I'm still the dom. Who gave the order? She didn't give an order. She communicated. I didn't hear the answer. Who gave the order? It wasn't an order. Oh. She, so she didn't, she didn't tell you to stop? She asked me to stop. Okay. She asked you to stop. Yeah. So you, you, you chose to stop. Yeah. Okay. You did that of your own volition. Sure. So you have control. Absolutely. So doms have all the control in the relationship. In within our dynamic, I, I, so doms have doms have more yes, than doms have all the control in the relationship. Okay, all of it. I because I, I, I thought we said that that subs <laughs> tend to have the control in Do- relationships. I would like to know when that fuck that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna run with this, just let it keep going, and see how long it's take her to get out of her damn phone. The point, the point yeah. I am making is this, and I had this conversation with KMFD Mike before I came over here tonight. Even mid-scene, as much as we want to say I'm a dom or a sub, we power exchange shifts in the middle of the Mm -hmm. scene. As a submissive, I will say I would like this or I would like that. That's me giving orders. I'm still a submissive, but I'm still exerting dominant traits. If you want to argue that point, I can see – again, I can see the argument you're going for. (laughs) Good night, night, Sal. (laughs) 
morning, Sal. Good morning, Sal. <laughs> Go get the lawnmower. <laughs> Look, I, under, I understand the point that you're going for here. I really do. Whereas if, it, A, Fetish Mile and Rose doesn't call Red because if I'm being a good Dom, she'll never get there. You know, we should always be at the, I mean, if I'm pushing comfort zones and if I'm really trying to expound boundaries, we could play in the, in the yellow area every once in a while. But I know where that area is. If we get to a point where she says Red... Or she says, you know, hey, we got to stop. You know, banana hammock. Oh, fuck, I got to stop now. Um, and and without getting into, I think I think this is a semantics argument, which is one of the. Well, reasons, I think this whole article is a semantics. Yeah. Which is which Absolutely. is why I was like, you know, KMFD Mark's going to pull up some fucking argument. It's going to be all semantics. I'm going to have to sit here and defend it. I oh. literally told him in instant messenger. <laughs> I said, I love arguing about terminology because that's yeah. exactly what this article is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. KMFD Mike's good at finding that shit. Come on, KMFD Mike, bring me the next point. <laughs> How do I follow that up? Jesus. Um, basically, uh, uh, the point uh, if if you view dominance or submission as a continuum of elements of both within it, but both actually exist within themselves, it's very liberating. He says, Mrs. if you allow yourself to switch from time to time without thinking, you might actually be able to change the basic these as hierarchy within the relationship. What do you think? Mrs. Brooks, you're smarter than me. Can you fucking get in here and help me out? But... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help a brother out over here, please? What would you like some help on? <laughs> Your opinion, please. Um. Okay. So me and um, Wall Street, we were talking, and I actually listened to a podcast that was on the spectrum of submission. Mm-hmm. And it's a very similar concept that basically at the end of the day with these dynamics, for most people, think of the Kinsey scale. Mm-hmm. It's okay. it's a spectrum. You know, yeah. some people are very, very on one side. Some people are very, very on the other. But there are others that in certain situations can you know be switches or sure. maybe a dom with the right person can be submissive to just that right person. Or maybe a sub, if she is topping with her dom, can dom in that situation. Like, there's a spectrum to it. And so I think, like, that's at the heart of what he's trying to get to. Okay. But I will say to your point that at the end of the day, well, my husband will love this one, kind of like the Batman argument. Right. You are who you are. So in Batman, when he has Batman, that's who he is. Right. And who he is to the rest of the world is the persona he has to put on to kind of fit in with the rest of society. And so whenever, say, the Dom is in the DMV line, that's what he's doing. He is saying, okay, well, I need to put this part of me to the side. I I, I, I have to put this mask on. I'm putting on my mask now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just say Bruce Wayne is the persona and Batman is the person? Yes. All right, yeah. we have to talk later. But that's that. That is not 100%. cool. What you just said. Oh my God! Here we go, Vixen. Well, you're next. Well, I was just it, within the article. The reason I call myself a switch is largely some of the things they stated. So, mm-hmm. and it absolutely is the semantics. Yeah. Um, I started out as a dominant. Later, I allowed myself to experience submission. Um, I switch based on where I'm at, who it's at, what's the situation. Right. But I will say that they make a really good point that, for instance, oftentimes somebody who in their daily, in their here's the persona that the rest of the world sees, is an extremely dominant person, very often I'm going to tell you it's freeing to me mm-hmm. to then provide for myself a submissive experience under the hand of someone that I trust as a dominant over me in that moment. Okay, so, but here, here's my point. For for those of you who are on board with this, you're all natural switches. I think we've already you, you just and that's how you started that that whole statement was you you, you I'm say a you're switch now. Yes, you're yeah, a switch. I'm a switch now. I feel like I could still be a dom, twenty four seven. You can be but a dom. I enjoy switch. But you enjoy switching. I don't enjoy submitting. I don't enjoy it even a little bit. <laughs> okay. All I right. don't enjoy it. All right. I just want to put out there. There have been. So many times that I am on top of you and you have no control. 
Wow. And that's, uh, that's, that's, his eyes roll in the back of his head. So let's just let that go. For, she does. I but don't enjoy submitting. I, I don't enjoy submitting. I, but I, <laughs> I can. <laughs> but you're willing to gift it to someone and allow her to be dominant over you. I don't. No, no, I don't even no. take that. No, I, no, I just look. Let's no, just say. Let's just say when we're, yeah. when we're in, when we're in scene like that, I would even go so far as to say that's one of those. I'm, I might be incapacitated, but it's not because I'm giving that up. It's because this is so fucking amazing. I can't really move my arms right now. <laughs> well, you guys can stop laughing so at me over there. So, 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 are you saying that when and uh, Emily Rose dominates the scene, you enjoy nothing of that. There's nothing. There's nothing in that that you find enjoyable right. on any level. What she's what she's reaching to when she's going with this is when we have our primal play. She loves to be rassily and be on top, and I don't mind it. And sometimes she bites, and I allow her to bite me. And don't get me wrong, I get off on it when she's biting me. I'm I'm not a pain slut. I've never been a pain slut. I don't like when she's biting me, but the it's like you said. It's like a little. It's a reminder, Bruce. It hurts a little bit. It's a, it's a good kind of pain. But it's not like when she's actually biting. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. Easy. God, she, God that's, damn it. It's very much that. And, you know, it's like, I'm going to fucking feel that. Like, the one time she bit me so fucking hard, she broke a blood vessel under the muscle. Like, it, oh, I had like a fucking hematoma. It's all raised and shit. It hurt like a... Look at her smiling. Look at her smiling over there. So when I know she's getting that kind of pleasure... I can allow acts to happen. Is that me being submissive? I don't think it is. That's being engaged in primal play at the time. Well, that's but the, the terminology the, of bandmaster is that you allowed yourself to experience a submissive event or a submissive mm -hmm. moment. Exactly. And that's why he's saying. Now we're arguing right. semantics. Which, I'm yes. allowing a submissive Correct. event to happen. Am I gaining pleasure from it? Not in the moment. Am I benefiting from it and enjoying the benefits that come afterwards? Absolutely. Boo boo kitty fuck. Go ahead. You gotta get. You gotta get close. You gotta put the black thing in your mouth. Sorry. <laughs> On the twenty four seven thing, because for instance, I know the example of uh, a total power exchange situation where, for instance, if she wants to change the curtains in the house, she asks permission to do it, right. and I might go, "Yeah, well, go ahead. Pick out whatever you like." Doesn't mean I'm being submissive. It means I'm granting her the ability to do so. Exactly. Right. I'm not giving yeah. up my dom aspect at all. Yeah. Right. So I was just thinking that, and in just a normal relationship role without the sexual act, it still exists. Thank you very much. Go ahead, King or Wall Street. That's fine. You gotta... You're going to poke me so right now. It's coming. <laughs> Almost. Actually, um, you know what? Hang on. We're, we're at 21 minutes. Do we want to. Yeah, please. Wanna, yeah. I, I got a point. It's going to be a couple minutes. Guys, we're going to go to break real quick, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Chapin. K101. Adult supervision recommended. Why are we here? Debauchery. Oh, that burns! Hey, K101 fam. Wall Street here. Hope you're enjoying the great show we got planned out so far. We always strive to give you the best content. If you want to see where stuff gets real weird... Check out our Patreon page. It's full of exclusive member-only content, including behind-the-scenes photos, interviews with the staff, and my mangina. Becoming a subscriber is a great way to support the show and get to know your content creators on a more personal level. Plus, donations start at as little as $1 per meow. So click the link below to check it out and subscribe. Well, if you'll excuse me, I think I hear Penny opening a can of tuna on the other side of the studio. Hey guys, you check out that merch link yet? What? You live in the country? You're worried that your mother-in-law is going to find out that you're rocking the K101 kinky gear? You don't want your dad knowing that you have a kinky coffee mug in your cabinet, huh? Or are you one of those guys or girls 
that just doesn't give a flying fart in the breeze because you live in the city. We have a great way that you can support the K101 podcast. It's called the K101 Official Merchandise. If you check the link below and click on it, it'll take you right to our Streamlabs page where you can get rocking K101 t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get tank tops, there's sports bras, you can get K101 dungeon throw pillows, or you can get, my favorite, the K101 coffee mug. It supports the show and therefore supports the community. Go ahead and click that link below and you'll be helping us all out. Hey guys, you know, we understand not everybody can sit for over an hour in front of YouTube watch a video of the non-vanilla trist podcast we, we get it we understand that however if you head on over to our audio partner friend of the show well around pretty good dude scottwillkillyou.com you'll not just get all of the k101 shows before they're available on any alternative platforms you'll also find our reviews will kill you where k101's very own Puck and Scotty host this irreverent, off-kilter, farcical, yet technically intellectual show that is just all about film and movies. It's a lot of fun. We think you're really going to like it. While you're there, you'll also find comedy video shorts from Legion of Lunacy, You'll find Scott Will Kill You production videos, Blue Iron. There's so much over there. So if you haven't been there, scottwillkillyou.com. There, there's just too much to go with. Scott Will Kill You with content. of your email. All this lube on my hands. Hips, don't fail me now. Dear Hot Life 69. Yes, it really is 10 and a half inches. Yes, I would love to see your miniature Sarlacc. I had no idea they existed. Can I put my dick in it? Sincerely, all street. Ah, damn it. Nice. Uh, hey, Wall Street, did you get those, uh, your emails? To Whoa! Oh. Oh, um, sorry to interrupt. Did you get those email viewers things answered? Yeah, boss, all finished. Okay, good. K101. Now a word from our sponsors. Beautiful man. Use it anyway. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging with K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Romney Trist. Wall Street is about to get into a really good point on KMFD Mike's article, Are We All Switches? So I, I, I would say that to your point that you said earlier that you know I'm a dominant because I live a dom lifestyle, I would say I live a switch lifestyle, but I'm not a switch. I'm pure submissive. And here's what I mean by that. Like, I, I am a true, I'm not even a true submissive. I'm stuck somewhere between submissive and dom. But my point is I am about as far from dom switch as you can get. Uh -huh. That's not to say that I don't have a dominant aspect to my life. Mm -hmm. So in The Loving Dominant and in uh, the podcast- One of my favorite books, by the way. On uh, the podcast that Ms. Brooks shared with me yesterday, they talk about um, power subs or submissive type A's, as they call it. I know one of them. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, 
people who are very dominant in their personal lives, in their vanilla lives, but not even in the kink scene, in their relationships, will be submissive. Like, that... I'm dominant at work. Uh, I'm dominant in my relationship with Pretty Tied Up. In Dude, fact, you that walk around, your decisions. penis drags on the floor. I get it. <laughs> but it's really interesting. I didn't realize about this myself till I became polyamorous, is if you look at all my other relationships, I'm the sub in that relationship. And I don't just mean from a BDSM standpoint. I mean, I'm the... Whatever you want, take care of it. Don't make me make a decision. Okay. And and I guess the point I'm trying to make is just because you are out there, like people act dominant not necessarily because they want to. They do it because, like, that's why I'm dominant at work because I have to. I have things I want to do, and if I don't fucking do those things, I'm not going to get where I want to be. But would you argue that you're putting on the vanilla mask? <sighs> I, I, I don't. I don't no, I, I don't. And and, and okay. I say that because again, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I I would say that that I wanna say it's the vanilla mask. Um I'm putting on a mask at work. Yes. But my point is though, even in if we strip out the kink aspect of my other relationships, mm-hmm. I'm still the sub. I, I still even when, when with Doll or Jinx or with Naughty Desires, if we're not seeming if we're just Going out to dinner. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Fucking pick something for me. Like, I just don't. All right. That's just who I am. So so with that being said, guys, all of you in the room who know me, do I walk around submissive? Thank you. Are there, do I let submissive events happen in my life? Absolutely. Because, you know, there's got to be some sort of happy and calm at the end of the day. (laughs) So... KMFD Mike. Is, is that the point we're coming up to, KMFD Mike, about... Yeah, in, in a way. Um, one other small point that they bring up is that uh, understanding that we have both dominant and submissive characteristics within each of us also liberates us when it comes to the opposite-to-type fantasies. Um, this kind of goes along with the I let it happen according to Mr. MVP's perspective. But to other people, it is... Um, more of a, or a switchy element is depending upon your perspective. Go ahead, Panda. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, I just want to make sure that Per Wall Street's point mm-hmm. that we're not making a stereotype here, that just because you may or may not be in a position of power at work, that you naturally want to submit in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. We're not dragging that trope out, right, Wall Street? We're not, no. we're not going no. there, okay. right? I, I have a hard... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? You have a hard what? <laughs> I was busy looking at my new underwear I got online. Oh, my God. That that just because you're dominant at work doesn't mean you're automatically submissive in the bedroom. Automatically, no. Yeah. No. Right. Uh, that, I would that was say the, it's, That was the trope we're not yes, dragging we're not, we're not. I will say it's more common than people think. Oh, sure it It's is. not automatic. Right. Okay. Came after you, Mike. Uh, the article asks, are we all switches? The answer is no. And yes, know that in most of us, we have a preeminent role that defines us, unless one is a true switch. But yes, in that all of us practice activities that are the opposite to our dom or submissive type, even if it's only in small doses. Your thoughts? Mrs. Brooks, your thoughts? Um. So I think what he's saying here is honestly just more of like a societal commentary than necessarily a BDSM. Yeah. Yeah. BDSM thing. I think it's more of a, we all have to, you know, fit in and conform to society. And that means different things in different situations. And, you know, who we are in our BDSM world, like that's a different person than who we are at work. It's a different person. Sometimes who we are even in our family and day to day life. And I think that's who he's just trying to say, it, like what he's trying to convey is that, you know, this is more of a societal thing that you can't be get on your knees and serve me with everybody in your life all the time or vice versa. You I'm can't. Get on my knees for this one. <laughs> that show's coming up next week, by the way. <laughs> Wait, what? what the, the get on my knees and serve me all the time. Up, yes. but, I think yeah. he's bringing up that point with the 24-7 dynamic definition that he brought up in the beginning of the article. Yes. Okay. Um, with that, if that, if that is how you define 24-7, not, well, within the relationship, I would predominantly like to be this particular thing because it's who I am. He says, and he's at least insinuates that 24-7 means 
all the time. It cannot be possibly done because it's society just won't let it happen. Yeah. Go on. Honestly, when I read the article, I took it as kind of like some of the other things we discussed, that he was saying this isn't a binary situation. For some people, they are hard left or hard right, but it's probably more common than anybody's talking about or realizing that it's not exactly a binary system right? when you talk about dominance and submission. There, there are, I'm sure, a few people who fall at 100 and a sure. few people who fall at zero, but they're saying you, you can be they're 90. Probably the outliers. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. 99, 98, you're there, but, you know, that still makes you just a little bit of a switch. If you're 99% dominant and there's the one little percent, one, one area of your life where you're like, okay, you pick. You know, and and I think that's the one of the points coming up, KMFD Mike, is that you know he, th- this author had a issue with saying um, to his submissive, you know, what movie do you want to see tonight, and feeling like that was not being dominant. He's really hung up on the label of this is what makes you dominant. No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, you I, like I, how I set you up for that one. I, I think one of the things we talk about yeah, on this show <laughs> all the time is. That we don't, everybody does their dynamic different, no matter what mm-hmm. what part of the lifestyle you're in, whether it's DS, master slave, you know, sadism, mask, whatever, whatever your role is, everybody does a little different. There's no one correct way to do it or right. not. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I kind of take this and I go, eh, because now you're applying that to everybody. And there are some of us out there that just say, look, we're dominant. Everybody knows I'm a micromanaging asshole when it comes to this show. And then, and, and I try. I do my best to give up control of certain parts of the show, not because I'm giving up control of my show, but because it's inefficient to as as the shows you know as, as the main person in the show. It's hard for me to sit there and try and do every single job. There's no way I can do this whole show by myself. It's just not happening. It does burn. It burns my eyes. I fall asleep in front of my computer at three in the morning on a regular basis. Ask Vetch Miley, right? She'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> So, it, hey, I snorted. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it it happens on a regular basis. So, am I micromanaging all the time? No, because then it makes everybody else in the studio happier. So, you know, I, I can delegate things to other people, but I'm still the dominant for the show, like in in my role here. I mean, for all intents and purposes. Are, do you guys disagree? I mean, I, I, I don't know whether or not you completely run a dominant role because you can't control the room. <laughs> are, are you sure? Are, are, Mr. MVT, let me start. A bunch of cats in here. Hang up on him. Are, <laughs> are you sure you're in charge, him. or do we just let you be in charge? I mean, yeah, maybe. Ooh, who's dominant? <laughs> now, now I'm oh, Schrodinger's yeah. dominant. Thanks. <laughs> so, so what you're saying That's is... That's right, I said Schrodinger on a Saturday morning. Fuck you guys. So what you're saying is that we're all a bunch of uh, bratty subs. Yes. I'm okay with this. As a matter of fact, you all are. <laughs> Even the dominance in the room. I see you back here, bandit. <laughs> Go ahead, Kenny, after Mike. I mean, Mr. NBC, you have to be in charge of the strongest elements of the show because ultimately speaking, your name's on it. If anybody disrespects you too much within your show, they gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But when it comes to the to the day to day everything, to be completely dominant within a within a podcast would mean a terrible sum of work. Yeah, and if nobody would watch this shit. <laughs> nobody wants to tune no, my own family doesn't want to tune me in for twenty four hours a day, let alone an hour a week. <laughs> so you know, it, so it, getting other voices makes the show better. Characteristics in allowing other people to take control over aspects of your show. Okay. I heard somebody sigh. Who was that? Yeah, that I did. What? Do, do you have? Jump up. Get on the microphone. If you got something, bring it. <laughs> uh oh. Here we go. Boo boo kitty fucks about to jump on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a hierarchy situation. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. Uh huh. person with a higher skill level or control. Oh, no, 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 no. These motherfuckers are much smarter well, than me. <laughs> I, I guess I used the improper word there. <laughs> 
for instance, I mean, you can go back to caveman days where, I mean, you've got the guy who's probably the best, not the best hunter, but he was the best one who organized the hunt. <laughs> He's a good tracker. Right. But you would have other hunters who would give up their authority to the guy who was better at something else. Mm -hmm. Did that also usually give him more dominance in terms of getting more women out of the cave and so forth and so on that he was able to procreate with? Absolutely. These people willingly gave up that power because he was superior and had more control and ability to handle the situation. Right. So, yes, he still gave up oh, for, roles. Oh, for God's sakes, there's no way Mr. MVP can be hearing the word superior. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think that brings up, I think, to Boo Boo Kitty's point, is that, yes, that's... <laughs> We're going to run with Boo Boo Kitty. I love it. Sorry, we run with Boo Boo Kitty. Boo Boo Kitty Park's <laughs> point. But, yes, it is, it is that hierarchy. It is still that spectrum that the author is trying to convey is that, yes, you can be very heavily to one side or the other, but I think he's trying to say, you know, look, if you fall a little short of the full measure, that's still okay. It doesn't change who you are, but it also is not a sin or a shame if you're, if you back off of that absolute just a little bit. Okay, it's no different than the Democrats versus the Republicans. Nope, here we like, go. Nobody agrees on completely with any of the things that these people say. Right. So you got to find yourself somewhere. That's a good okay. point. That's actually a yeah. really good point. Okay. Well, we One had a political discussion quickly and unscathed. How the fuck did that happen uh, on this show? Seven dominance have some issues with, with their self-esteem when they recognize that something they've done and the relationship isn't 100 mm -hmm. percent yeah. dominant when they say, you know, what movie would you like to see or something along those lines? What restaurant would you like to go to? Or just having a bad day coming home to a relationship that, like this and you've got the, you know, say, I just don't feel like making decisions. It's... Or quite literally, the dynamic is flipped. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to disagree. Where I say, you know, as, as someone who who reads, I mean, again, I'm going to go back. Loving dominant, as a dominant, sometimes letting the submissive come in, vent, scream, holler, and take care of them and provide those needs is the best. That's the most domly thing a dom can do. Absolutely. So that that doesn't. I, I would say that does. I would argue that doesn't make me a submissive. That makes me a caring provider for necessity things. So you're saying when women rage about how men are disrespectful and they hate them, you're totally cool with that. And you just sit back and listen. No. God <laughs> damn it! No, that doesn't happen. Panda, go. Um. So again, going Here back she to goes. that respect piece, <laughs> you're going to show respect to those who you feel deserve it. Not Absolutely. necessarily are above you. So as a switch coming into, say, a munch, mm -hmm. how do you address that switch? Like, are they more submissive to you or do you approach them from their, their D side of the slash to say, I should give them the same respect that I would give a dominant? I, I give them the same respect I give any human being and allow them to tell me where they feel they land and identify. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you say that's how? It, I'm it, the question. All right. A ask, ask me again. I'm sorry. Maybe I, mis maybe I misunderstood it. You're still not answering the question, though. You're saying you're going to have them identify, and then you're going to respect them based on how they identify. I say anybody and who comes out. What she said is, if they identify as a switch, mm -hmm. which side of the slash gains them the respect? Do you give them the D side no. of respect or the S side? I don't give them either. I respect them as a human being. And I and I'm okay, myself. Well, you're Go ahead. I'm going to approach another dom and tap him on the head and say, "Good girl." So. Well, no, are, because. If, if I show up at a munch. Bandit hates when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you. <laughs> I like it when you do it to me. You're a switch. <laughs> no, but legit, if I show up at a munch, mm -hmm. are we going with a good girl aspect or are we going with a we're on level ground aspect? Where are we? How are you approaching that? Depends. Were you wearing your collar? That is yeah. where I, I side with you, Mr. MVT. It's all about how you present in that instance. Like exactly. If you're presenting as a D-leaning switch on that particular evening, it should be given the, the D side of the slash respect, yeah. where if you're presenting as a submissive with a collar, you know, this is my sir, that is the respect that I would expect you to give to another dominant. Right, good. Vixen, go ahead. I actually have a struggle with that, though, because of how I behave. 
It has nothing to do with anybody <laughs> you know, else. It's how I behave. Bandit tells us. So, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> fuck you. So, <laughs> fuck you from everybody this morning. This is going to be great. Let's pretend Bandit and I walked into a munch. Right. And I am submissive to him unless we choose to play differently, but I am still submissive to him. Okay. So I walk in and I've got my collar on. That collar does not represent I am submissive to anybody else in the fucking room. Right. I am only submissive to him. So if I enter into a conversation with you, I don't mean to at you. It's okay. You as the general General you. If I come into a conversation with somebody and I express that I am a switch and that I am dominant in these situations with these people who are my subs and I'm submissive to this dominant who Mm -hmm. is on my side. I'm going to behave submissive to him, but I'm sure as fuck going to be dominant to the rest of the dominants I'm talking to. Well, sure. Not dominant over them, but dominant with them. That's kind of like whenever I'm at bike yeah. week. Like when I was when I was at bike week, I had my collar on, but I'm doming the rest of the event. Exactly. Like, but then at the same time, there was a dom that was above me, so she got that level of submission over the rest of everybody. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. You're probably wearing your collar. <laughs> would you say I, I, that you were submitting to the rest of the people at the event or you were providing respect to the dominant at the event but you were not submitting to them i think i think this is all a game of semantics yeah like, and, and it could be other way submissive and provide respect you can also be a dominant and provide respect but just because you're a submissive whether to yourself or to someone else you can still provide respect to another dominant now should another dominant provide that same respect to you as a a collared or an uncollared submissive absolutely they should show you the respect of a human being absolutely right. but they shouldn't necessarily talk down to you because you're someone else's I, I, I was gonna say I, I yeah i was gonna say right. they, no matter who i'm in the room with if there's other submissives in the room and they identify as submissives it doesn't mean i treat them any differently because they're not my submissives right they're just other human beings that deserve all of the full respect that all other human beings get. Okay, then let's bring that back to KMFD or Mike's article. If you're not going to treat the submissive that way, then as a you're that's not your submissive. You're not everyone else's dominant. No. So so I think that's where the the semantics that really that come into. That doesn't this. make me not a dominant though. I, I think the argument is if you're a twenty four seven dom, you're a twenty four seven dom to your to, sub not to the world and, and that's that's what we understand it to be the right. way this article is written is to poke the badger and say if you say you're 24 7 you you're saying you're 24 7 to the world this and that's not, why he's why bad. not even close <laughs> that's why he's bad so all right are we good okay you mike you got anything else for this or like we can wrap this up or we're coming up on 20 no, minutes the only wrap-up question that i have here is that does the room believe that the 24 percent 24 7 uh, label that is given is is uh, accurate, or is are we splitting cubic hairs when it comes to redefining um, redefining the title? I'll let you guys handle it because you all I know. I see it as a thing. trap. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote recently on FET that I hate labels except the labels we give ourselves. Um, no one can call me what what I am other than myself. And if you define your relationship as twenty four seven and you call yourself a twenty four seven dom. That's what you are. I disagree. I can label you technically correct. <laughs> you don't have my consent. I don't care. I don't need consent to give you a name. <laughs> I got fucking boo-boo kitty fucking in the back. <laughs> I don't think he wants it either. I, 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 to be honest. I know, I know. But I also said, is he a pain slut? And everybody else is like, yeah. So they were giving him a shit. That's right. Come on. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, she's we're, like, we're just repeating what he's told us before. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think this is a semantics article. It's meant, I think, to try to ins- you know, provide, inspire or provoke yeah, a provo- reaction, provo- a conversation. reaction, conversation, and sure. It's, you know, but again, I think it's one of those things where one label does not define me, whether I say that I'm a dominant or whether I say I'm submissive or whether I say I'm a switch or whether I say, you know, this is what I do for work. This is what my marital status is. There's no one label that can apply to me. And I think the author's real point is that if you find yourself somewhere on the spectrum, it's still okay to say you're a dominant. You don't have to be a 24-7 in the world all the time dominant to call yourself a dominant. 
Agreed. Wall Street. I was just going to say, are we good? Because we want to get on to AEBN. Because like yes. I forgot to do that last show. Oh, that's right. We forgot to do that on the last show. Uh, okay, if you might, you got anything else for this one? That's everything I got. All right, cool. All right. So as we mentioned about a month ago, we want to try to work into more uh, recurring segments. One of them is what has Wall Street stuck his dick in this week, which we'll get back to at some point. Um, Another recurring segment we wanted to do was This Week in Porn. So (laughs) AEBN, Adult Entertainment Broadcast Network. I'm Um, I'm actually going to create a thing. We need a news ticker Uh, sound. (laughs) So every 30 days, they update the most recent search trends on their website. Damn it. AEBN is a pay-per-view site, so basically you can go buy videos or you can buy uh, minutes and then watch, because who needs to buy a whole video? I just need 10 minutes. We're good. I mean, the women need 10. I need four. You know, we had this conversation earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go. You go get started. Yeah, I'll be yeah. there in a minute. <laughs> yeah, don't, not, not all women. Don't speak for all of us in the room. <laughs> oh, not all. <laughs> so um, they alternate between uh, international and U.S. results. So last month we did the international results for December and January. So now we're going to bring you the U.S. results by state for January and February. Not going to go through all 51 because it's all 50 states uh, plus D.C. I'll just highlight the ones I thought were interesting. We'll do straight <laughs> first and then we'll do gay. Um We'll go from least creepy to most creepy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Yeah. No kink shaming. Confusing. I, I have legitimate questions uh, about some of these. All right. Um, Oregon was pretty interesting. Oregon uh, is. Oregon. Up, or- oh, Oregon. Or Oregon. Oregon. Oregon was uh, looking up lesbian swingers, which I just thought was neat because I've never seen lesbian swingers. I've seen straight swingers. I've seen bisexual swingers. I've never actually met lesbian swingers. Um, there's actually we we have a couple podcasts that follow us, um, and one of them is. Uh, two wonderful ladies who were married to men and now they're married to each other mm. and they look for single guys. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh. What do you call a bus full of lesbian swingers? Taco truck. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Good night, folks. You can find um, Wall Street's Twitter address right below. <laughs> the opinions uh, of the show are supervised. <laughs> <laughs> um... Pennsylvania, oh, I gotta Jesus, do Pennsylvania because it's dude. our home state. Pennsylvania, yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania's in love with the BBC. Mendingo is our most searched here in the Keystone State. Um, anal gangbangs in South Dakota. Um, Arkansas making the BDSM crowd happy with Bound to Come. Uh, a couple of <laughs> couple of porn stars in some of these states. Um, Kansas was BDSM movies. Uh, Virginia was Gage. I don't know if you know who Gage is, but she was a very uh, successful porn star in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah? Uh, the best way I could describe Gage, and she's going to kill me for this, but that's fine. Um, imagine Doll if she was a porn star. Like, Gage is like five foot nothing with double D breasts. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I have a type, but apparently I have a type. Um... <laughs> Short and large boobs. All right. Um, this. Um, Kentucky's Jason got. will kick your ass too. Just kick mine. Kentucky's that got it going on with the. Uh, I was for that. Kentucky's got the reverse gangbang, which is kind of on my bucket list. I don't think I'm ever going to get there, but that's okay. Um, New Hampshire is at sub males. Pretty tied up. If you're listening, next time we go to New England, we need to stop in New Hampshire. Uh, good, good friend and uh, friend of the podcast. Charlotte Stokely, number one in Vermont. Stokely, outstanding. DC, we have to have a conversation. <laughs> uh oh. Forty inch. That's all it says. Just forty inch. Forty inch. It doesn't. It just says forty inch. Damn it! Now I have to go search that. Oh um, Maryland. And I'm not going to be able to unknow what I find. <laughs> Maryland is even more confusing. Maryland is good source of iron. That's all it says. Just good source of iron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Explain, Enlight- please. Enlighten, Enlighten us, us all. Please. Good source of iron. Uh, the, uh, I forget the, uh, the uh, porn star, his last name is Irons. And basically, it's a good source of irons. Basically, it's a movie. dumping several loads into women's mouths. So. Oh, all right. Okay, Note to self. Yeah. Um, the gays are... Play? The, the gay searches are actually even more interesting. Um, one thing I love about the show, I learn about new things. I've learned way more about gay porn than I ever thought I would. Um, Oregon, again, making the list. Uh, apparently, there was a movie called Quarterback Sack, which is exactly what you think it is. That is number one in Oregon. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot, hot, hike. Ugh. All right. Um, 
Colorado showing some BDSM love with Dungeon Orgy. Um, I had a list. We call uh, that Friday, don't we? I had a big home. <laughs> Kansas, what is going on in some of these Midwest states? Kansas doesn't just want big dicks; they want big uncut dicks. They're very specific about their dicks. Well, yeah, duh. Was that is a snake in a turtleneck? <laughs> um, it was Robin Williams. Yeah. Snake wearing a sweater. Yes. Yes. Uh, New Hampshire again, Bromo. So I had to actually Google this. Um, Bromo is basically the gay version of let's have a sleepover. Oh no, now we're naked and doing it. It's basic. It's a portmanteau of brothers and homo. It's basically we're totally best friends. You want to look at each other naked? Sure. And then you know stuff goes. So basically, from there. it's just short for bromance. Yeah, yeah, but there's butt sex involved. So. No homo. It's Bromo. I'm not yucking anybody else's yum. It's not happening. Um, Wyoming, ass to mouth. Wyoming should probably wash their mouths. You never go ass to mouth. Sometimes oh, oh, okay oh, and, and my personal favorite. Um, actually, I'll do uh, two more. Um, you hear what I said? Sometimes it's okay to go ass to mouth. Go home, Randall. Um, you'll appreciate this. Ms. Books will appreciate this. Michigan, all-American military. They love the uniforms. Hoorah. Fetch my line of uniforms. Uh, Pennsylvania. Charged up media. I have no idea what that means. Just charged up media. I don't know. It's is it like an electric show where you're on like yeah, it might YouTube? be you're right. Pennsylvania. Great. That's awesome, dude. All right. And, YouTube and, channel where someone's getting shocked. Oh yeah. And the winner in Nevada. It's. Not, I'm going to tell you what it is, and it's not what you think it is. If it is what if it is what you think it is, it'd be way cooler. But it's not. Everybody else saw that, and you're just talking still. Go on. Masturbate. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I have to watch so that. So apparently <laughs> it is it is anonymous gay sex. It's where two people put on masks so they don't know who they are and then they have sex. Okay. Fetish my Emily Rose. All right, wait, uh, Wall Street, you have any more? No, we're good. All right. Well, but that wasn't enough. <laughs> no, that, that was good. Media is an award winning production company that provides hardcore gay erotica. Okay. There you go. Fetish my Emily Rose, you posed a question the other week on the trip. It, I mean, you don't have to if you don't right. want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make. It's now that I've called you out on it. Yeah. No, this is this is this is gonna be a good one. We're gonna we're gonna sh we're gonna shut this down right away. This is why I don't have a dick. Okay. I'm gonna go with it's your chromosomes, but whatever. Well, they're broken. I know. Anyway, if if I had a dick, I would put it in a glory hole because you know curiosity. So, so gentlemen is, in the room, imagine you're a TPA. Okay. You're in the glory hole room. All right. So you, you're you get two strokes on the glory hole. You're enjoying it. It's great. You go for the third, and you notice some whiskers. But you really, really enjoyed the first two. Does that yeah. make you gay? Well, uh, I want to hear Miss Brooks on this. Let's <laughs> 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 let the psychologist talk about this. With the theatrics. Love you. I don't have a dick either. Why am I kidding? At the very least, it makes you bisexual in action, but maybe non-consensually. I was going to say, yes. you didn't know that it was a guy. You didn't know. Hey, exactly. women, women can have beards, too. Just throw yeah. it I was going to say, Aunt Bunny got a mustache. God damn it. Aunt Bunny got a mustache. So I seem to remember we did a show like two years ago on straight men getting blowjobs yeah. from other men. I think so. Or it, came up, it came up in a show. Yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> So the short answer is this. Sexuality is like dominance. It's a spectrum. And like labels, you are the only label that you give yourself. So uh, if someone sucks my dick and um, I find out it's a guy and I like it, does that make me gay? I don't know. I have to think about it. But it's my choice. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it. I mean, everybody's looking at me like I'm going to give an answer. You all are out of your fucking minds. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because <laughs> you wanted me to answer. I'm like, I'm fucking answer now. You're out of your mind. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you see, now the hierarchy comes into play. Right. Um, I, my answer was actually no. It does not make you gay because it's one of the things in my it, to to Vixen's point. Uh, a, there's a consent thing there. Mm -hmm. If I went to the glory hole knowing that there could be a guy sucking my dick and I still walked up there and put my dick in there and it was still hard, then yeah, that would kind of make me gay. But yeah, I was just gonna say. I'd like to say. I, I just want to point out. I love how you said it makes you gay and not bisexual. Bisexual. 
All right, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That was what I'm trying to erasure is a real thing. I need to respect that, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for correcting me on it. I appreciate it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I know. Do your fucking job. He's allowing me to do this. I was going to say, he's really in control right now. It's all him. Less of a dominant. This is just like I'm trying to get to the end of the fucking show, so I'm picking and choosing my battles. No, this is not the hill I'm dying on today. <laughs> Fucking necrophilia victims. I'm not dying on that hill. <laughs> Just not happening. No, if if I, in my opinion, if you go to that hole knowing what you're getting into, yes. If uh, you find out while you're there, well, then I think it really depends on the reaction that you get at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, even then, because when we talked about consent, the whole fight versus flight. Like, okay, I, yeah. You know what? That's yeah, a good yeah, point. Like the fight versus flight. I yeah, like just that. Just because you don't stop it doesn't mean you want it to happen. So right. even then, it's... Yeah. Because it, that would be the freeze part. Yep. Yeah. You're right. right. Yeah, that yeah. would be the freeze part. And yeah. then when you get home, if you're jerking off later, going, oh, those whiskers felt good. Yeah. Then... All right, okay. Yeah. Then, you're, yeah. then you're kind of like, all right, I'm definitely over here on this side. You're, 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 you're not quite so... They might have a new yum. <laughs> yeah. There might be a new yum. yum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got the new yum, so... So you're saying if a woman holds you down and bites you and you enjoy it, What's you that? might be a little switchy. <laughs> no, I'm saying if someone if someone holds me down and bites me and I enjoy it, I go, I like primal play. But hold on. If you go back for more, then you might be a little switchy. Isn't that what we just said? I no. think it is what we just I, said. I said it's not switchy. It's primal. There's a difference. Oh, oh. But if you go back for more, it makes it, it makes you bisexual or bi-curious. But if you go back for more for you, it doesn't make you switch curious? No. Are you curious? No, I'm winning. I'm Winning this fucking fight, you're little. Jesus, how hard is this? I'm gonna win. You're little. You think you're vicious. You're not. You're switch curious. Whatever. Switch curious. You're fucking high is what you are. Devil's advocate. No. No devil's advocate. All right, go ahead. Whatever. Devil's advocate. Maybe she's allowing you to think you won. <laughs> Y'all can keep going, whatever. She, she's basically You're not the, selling me on this one. You're just not. She's basically the Chuck Norris. She doesn't lose, just battles. She allows other people to win. <laughs> and here comes an entire write-up. Oh! I win. <laughs> See? Told you. All right. What else we got? Anything? KMFD Mike, you good? I'm good, man. Don't hate me putting out the article. Nah, not at all. Not at all. It was, good. it was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. All right. Guys, what did we miss? What are your thoughts on the ideas uh, that we that we postulated this morning? Um, if you're still hanging out with us or you have any kind of thoughts, comments, questions, criticisms, or concerns, drop them in the comments section below. Email us at nvtrist at gmail.com. You can always call into the studio, 717-925-0603. Leave a message if you wanted to, and if you're not an asshat, uh, you might get played. If you are an asshat, I will definitely play you. Um, and then uh, on top of yeah. that, I would say uh, thanks to all of our Patreons. Go ahead. The same. Make sure you come back next week because we're going to have a live show. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we are back on schedule as of Wednesday. We will be back here for a live yep. show. And Wall Street? Uh, not sure, but I, I, I really want to do it as a live show. I've already started writing it as of today or as of three days ago. Time <laughs> machine. Um, are women the gatekeepers of sex? Yeah. We've talked about it. I found some really, really good material that kind of makes me think they are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> about half the population who walks around and goes, "Yeah, I, yeah, they're the gatekeepers." <laughs> right. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging with the K1 Podcast for Cersei and Knots, for Fetish Model Emily Rose for Isaac and Faye Bennett and Vixen for Booboo Kitty Fuck Mrs. Brooks, <laughs> Chapin Panda, and Wall Street and KFD Mike. And Switch Curious. No. I'm your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trist. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Chapey, kick us out. I'm not doing this shit.
Can I smell it? Now a word from our sponsors. Dare for men. Use it anyway. Adult supervision recommended. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yeah, pull them pants in. Boobies!